The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, Vietnam! WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. It's Wednesday morning, and you know what that means. Time for him on NAW. Time to forge your name on paperwork. Ooh. Ah, you're funny. You're funny. What paperwork are we forging my name on? The sign-in sheet. Uh, <laughs> I signed in on no, the yeah, side, on the front, on the front, you have to do it. The station, the studio oh, that's what, that's operating. What, that's, what, that's what you guys are here for. Oh, thanks. Thank you, thank you. You're I wonderful. figured, you know, I, I sign everything else that I can forge me. Uh, what a way to Lord start off a Wednesday morning. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. We're committing felonies live on the air. That works. <laughs> Let's not. Let's so, not. Well, what did we got today? Uh, Ham Fest was Sunday. Uh, I'm afraid to ask. No bar camp. I don't know. I, I saw a few pictures and it didn't look very promising. That but, bad, huh? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh, out of, I'm out of the loop now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well. So you, you, my thing, what do you expect? I mean, everything is so messed up, you know? I, I don't even give a bum's butt. A bum's butt. Yeah. Does a bum know you're giving him his butt? I don't know. Well, if there isn't one walking around with a butt, then, you know. Bum's butt. That's interesting. I could have given away yours. No, you didn't give it away mine. Okay, can we, can we, can we figure out what we're actually doing for the show? Because uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I have no but, idea. But you, you have something we haven't done since this show first aired yeah, three years ago. Yeah. What's that? You have... Ham radio trivia. Yeah, I have a little ham radio trivia for everybody. Really? Yeah. We're going to play ham radio trivia. Why? Because. Because because it's something to do. Because. uh, Because we have a half an hour to kill. Nah. And also on top of that, there's some pretty cool information in here. There's some pretty cool information. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. See, first question right off the bat. Although there are a few exceptions to the role of radio station with call letters beginning in W, indicating usually indicates what? East Coast. Very good. K is for the West Coast. Exactly. And that's not and W T B R. Yeah, and it's not only, and usually it's not only for radio also, uh, it's uh, also uh, for TV stations. Right, because, really, yeah, because if you look, you have WABC. Yeah, WXXA. Wait a minute, no, stick with me. WABC, mm-hmm. which is Channel 7 
in New York City. Yeah. Then you have KABC, yeah. which is Channel 7 in Los Angeles. Yeah. Ooh. And also uh, KTLA, yeah. KTLA. But yeah. I'm talking about major networks, especially those two with the same, yes. almost the same call letters except for the W and the K. Yes, exactly. Yeah. WNBC. Ow. That was my ear, but thank you. You remember that one? Yes. Mother, I do. I remember okay, that. Okay, moving on. Uh, let me see. What amateur radio stations N1, N1, I'm sorry, NA1SS and RSOISS have in common? Call signs for the ISS. Exactly. Ah. For the International Space Station. Yep. One is is North America, the other one is Russia. Which apparently they're telling me they're going to, they're saying they're going to pull out of the ISS. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Apparently, that's what the news said that the Russia was going to pull out of their uh, uh, the ISS. Yeah. Uh, let me see. This seeing is believing. Go ahead. This famous ham invented a legendary music device that was fe- that was featured on the album "Switched on Switched on Bach." And the que- and the uh, options are, ba- are uh, Robert Mogg, mm-hmm. uh, John McVie, and Tom Schultz. Who I'll say Robert Mogg, who invented the Mogg synthesizer. Yes, I can talk really well today. You can talk really well, and yes, you are correct. I'm not talking anymore. I'm going to leave it up to you, so you two. <laughs> It was apparently when I talk things go bad. Yeah, what well, Bob Mogg was yes the um, inventor of the famous Mogg synthesizer that and along with some other innovated um, electronic musical equipment, the other two were musicians. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Uh, Next question. We're on a roll. Let me here. let me see. In <coughs> in the United States, what speed of Morse code must be per, must be proact- must a proactive ham be able to accurately read in order to get an amateur radio license? None, because they don't do that anymore. <laughs> that was a trick it question. Used, yes, it, it was. It used to be ten words per minute. Now it's yeah, zero it words to be. per minute. Yeah, thank goodness. Unless something changed and I wasn't no, aware of that. No, fact. you're right. Zero, zero. The ability zero to, words per minute. The ability to copy Morse code is not required anymore. Do, it, you, it used do, to be do, a requirement. You yeah, used to have to do about like five to ten. You, you, and this is when the FCC was actually giving out the ham radio tests instead of the volunteer examiners. Yeah. And you'd have to take the written test and then you'd have to know ten words per minute at least. Yeah. And be able to copy it clearly to get your amateur radio, radio license. license. Then when that got dropped, all the old ham radio operators got ticked off because we had to go and learn code. And all you new people don't have to learn code. Exactly. The no-code ham tests. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, it was 2007. That's, that's what took me so long to get mine because <laughs> I don't know crap about code. I still Act- don't. I got a code key. Actually, it was an up until 2007. 
is <coughs> when they dropped the Nemours uh, Code requirement. Mm -hmm. And yes, it used to be in order to receive an amateur radio license, you had to pass a written examination, which that was a written examination. Well, no, course. you had to pass the written exam, and then you had to pass the code exam. Yeah. Well, well, the reason why I felt so bad is because when I had gone to one of the meetings and um, I had gotten mine, and the, one of the guys turned around and says to me, little girl, when you, learn, when you know how to go ahead and operate a code key, he said, then I'll accept you. Yeah. He says, otherwise, that, I'm not. That, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, that's and now, the now ham radio is really dropping out of the, the thing because everybody's going to DMR and all that, so the conventional yeah. radio is going to uh, the wayside. And I still remember who the uh, person was, and, and well, I won't. You have to, and you don't have to, you know, code, uh, code, code or no code, you got your license, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Uh, let me see. When, when a ham radio operator discusses a Yagi, what exactly are they talking about? An antenna. Very good. Yeah, so, uh, Yagi. Yes, and we know how to put those together, don't we, Pook? Yagi is the shorter name of uh, Yagi, Yagi Yuta um, antenna in 1926 uh, Centauri Yuta of uh, Tohoku uh, University <coughs> in Sendai, Japan along with the collaboration of uh, Mr. Yagi went ahead and actually developed the antenna, so there you go. There you go. And uh, Mr. Yagi published the first. I put, I put together one with with a with a wood wood stick and some cut up coat hangers. Coat hangers. Yes. <laughs> and talked to the ISS with it, so yes, my backyard. There you go. Yes, they did. And I was able to hit the uh, 146 910 repeater handheld <laughs> from my backyard in Albany, yeah. New York. I was able to hit the Mount Greylock machine. Yes. yes. As long as I didn't move. <laughs> All from a broomstick and some coat hangers. No, it was a 2 by 4 and coat hangers. It was a broomstick and coat no, hangers. No, it was a 2, two by, by 4 It was probably my first. I, I get in there and... I key up, I key up one forty six nine ten, and someone actually heard me. He said, "Where are you?" So I'm on my handheld Yagi in the backyard of my house in Albany, New York, holding holding the Yagi up, and it actually made it to the machine. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Uh, yeah, that was unbelievable. Then, we, then I talked to the ISS with it. Mm-hmm. That was a fun day. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, here we go. Here, here's another one. Usually costing about forty five dollars to build. See. You don't see. You don't need a thousand dollar antenna or anything like that in order to do this. Uh, usually costs around forty five dollars to build. A simple wiring an antenna is used by many ham many ham radio operators to communicate around the world. What exactly is it? G five RV. Yes. Dipole. Dipole. Exactly. Uh, let me see. The easy, build, easy to build antenna is often strung between two trees with a few You also have a microphone sitting up against your cheek. Yes. Move the mic so you can. Thank you. She has a beautiful face and doesn't want to show. No, I don't. Stop that. It's been three years showing it on this show. I don't want to. Now it's in high definition. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let me see. It's usually strung together between two trees with a feed line running from. Today. Okay, can we. Running from the antenna 
and she, she believes the build is capable of worldwide communications. Uh, let me see, next one. Op when you're operating your radio barefoot, usually what does it mean? It means you're not using 1,500 watts of power they let you have. Mm. No amplifiers. There you go, yes. 100 watts in the wire. Yep. We've done that a lot of times. Yes, uh, and yes, as as uh, Dad said, um, operating brain generally operating barefoot means that you're running on 10 one, 10 to 100 watts. The amplifier would typically boost that to approximately a thousand watts. So yeah. And then the legal limit's 1500. Yep. Just uh, because you have it doesn't mean you always have to use it. Well, exactly. You, you kind of have to use yeah, it the way your propagation is set up now. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about back then. If you don't then. have it, you ain't going nowhere. I'm yeah, talking about back then. That's why we don't have then. a lot to do on the show anymore because we have no propagation. Yes, propagation goes ahead and so the sunspot, sucks. So a sunspot picture from Soho is zero. There's no sunspots. <clears throat> okay, here... Here we go. Here's another one. Uh, let me see. Her call sign. Her call sign was five uh, five four P um, P S G. Her name at the time was Peggy Sue. Who was her boyfriend that went ahead and wrote the rock and roll? Who was her rock and roll boyfriend that wrote a song about her? Oh, let's pass this one around the room. I know the song, but I don't know Peggy Sue. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Yes, it was. <laughs> Yes, was and yes, she was a ham and yes, she was a ham operator, and she you know, tried. That, she that tried. I know. She tried to get him into it. He was kind of into it. He thought it was pretty cool. See that I didn't know. There's something even I learned. So yeah, there you go. Peggy Sue was a ham operator. Then he made a reflip for this song called "Peggy Sue Got Married." <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Things you learned on this show. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, here we go. This one you probably do know. Here's the last one. Uh, this late this late actor held a call sign. K E six P Z H and once used his Oscar as a doorstop. Who am I talking about? Let me make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> exactly, Marlon Brando. We'll do this on the day of my daughter's wedding. Exactly, Marlon Brando. <laughs> yes, the uh, yes, the Oscar he got for I believe it was, I believe that was the Oscar he got for um Godfather. Godfather. He decided to use it as a doorstop. He did. He did. He'd open up the door, boom, go ahead and put it right there. There, that's about all it's good for. News and weather. When we that's come horrible. back, stick around. More ham. On, more ham on to, to come. Yes, you're listening to Ham on WTBR. WTBR. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, built a new studio and transmitter, and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Do you have a favorite show on WTBR-FM? Did you miss the last episode? We've got good news for you. Most of our shows are now available on podcast. 
You can subscribe to your favorite and have the latest episode downloaded to your device automatically on Apple, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or Overcast. Go to WTBRFM.com slash podcasting and find out more today. WTBRFM for the love of radio. Narcotics Anonymous has recently experienced an unprecedented shift in the way recovering addicts come together. COVID-19 has shut the doors of our meeting places, but it cannot shut the door of recovery. Millions of recovering addicts are meeting every minute of the day via online services. If you are an addict who is seeking recovery, please join us now. To be a part of the miracle, visit BerkshireNA.com or call 413-443-4377 where you can speak with a recovering addict. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. We would be honored if you would join us. W-T-B-R. W-T-B-R News. Hello. 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 You uh, Yep. That's, that's your that's your cue. I know. That's your music. Oh, I was wondering if you wanted the story about the about the about the shovered head that was found in an elevator shaft. Oh, would you Hi, like for egg lovers. Let's do do your news. Yes. Oh. We only have a half an hour show. I know. According to Westfield Police uh, Department, we are looking for a female who stole. Uh, some vacuum cleaners from Walmart and then left the parking lot in a stolen vehicle. Mm, nice going. All, all this while, she was dressed as a Walmart employee. Um, they took a picture of it, so it was really? posted. Really? Yep. Oh and my. they had her on security camera. And uh, the Westfield Police uh, reports that back on July 29th, approximately a half hour before noon, uh, the female suspect can be seen on surveillance footage wearing the vest and blending in as an actual uh, employee. And, uh, and proceeded to uh, load her car with the items. And that's what they said. Approximately, she they misunderstood uh, everyday low prices for everyday no price as she stole the two vacuum cleaners and trash bags with them. Really? And then fled the store. And then after really? that, the vehicle, the, the female drove away in... Um, appearance stolen from somewhere in Springfield so his registered license plate was no help to in identifying the suspect oh okay so let's snapsonize the story here we had somebody (laughs) dressed up as a Walmart employee Uh waltzing through the store waltzing through the store stealing vacuums Loading them onto his and a box of trash bags, and a box of trash bags, a box of trash bags, loading them into a stolen car with no plates on it. It was well thought out. 
Can you, you will get caught. If you're in the yeah, sound of seriously. my voice, they will catch you. Just don't come to Pittsfield. We catch our people quick. Yeah, we do. Yeah, apparently Springfield's on vacation. Can we say klepto? And Westfield as well. Can we say moving on? Can we say klepto? Sure, we can. All righty. Our next interesting uh, display of the day. Uh, let's see. Um, it's about the drought. What about it? Uh, well, what about the drought? You can look uh, outside. We East don't need Hampton, you to tell us Yes, we know. It. It's still drought. East Hampton, Mass. <laughs> uh, rain has been hard to come by in the last few weeks. Pittsfield, but Pittsfield rain has been hard to come what, by. <laughs> what, what, does, what does the drought conditions mean for you? Uh, let's see. Fail well, in uh, New England uh, may be uh, impacted due to drought. No kidding. The state of Massachusetts has a list you can use to figure out what levels of drought you're in. Can you believe this? And you can find it on any of uh, the weather news apps. I have found it four times in total. And it uh, goes ahead and gives you um, the uh, synapses of exactly... Uh, the levels of distant and with colors. Right now, we seem to be in that very Moderate. light color, but you know how it goes. Okay, well, oh, we, we got some rain this week. Not enough, but we got some. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But Monday and Tuesday, it kind of rained. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Well, it's got to pick up a little bit more. Pick up a lot before the snow starts flying. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Okay, and... Uh, they turned around and they said that uh, here are some of the areas um, that are more so. Uh, there are uh, communities like uh, East Hampton, Southwick, and Greenfield that have only one day or less of water per week. Wow. That is back, really... Back Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Let's see. Mandatory restrictions for two days or more watering allowed per week, like in uh, New Hampton and uh, Har- uh, uh, Oh, goodness. I don't even know if I'm... Hadley. Hadley. Yeah, there you go, folks. Sorry about that. If I messed up, send me a dirty ma- email. I'll, I'll accept it. I don't mind. It's kind of hard to mess up Hadley, Mother. Uh, not when it's going blurry. Uh, let's see. Um, but uh, otherwise, yep. Oh, and uh, they said there's most of the western uh, Massachusetts has a very small amount or no uh, Pacific areas for um, water supply. It is liable uh, and having no rest- <clears throat> and having no restrictions at all. Among those of the list for no restrictions is Springfield and Holyoke. Yeah. They have none whatsoever. Yeah, right, because they get all our rain. Exactly, yeah. and that's where we, we, all of we, it's we, been going. We, so, we, folks, you want to know where the rain's this, going? We've done this before. The storms come in from the west, west to east. Usually. Yep. yep. So when they come over Columbia County, they get drenched. As it climbs the hill up here, it, it breaks dies. up. Yeah, it And then when it gets off. past... The, the, the Berkshires, the Berkshire Mountains, it reforms, which is Springfield yeah. and that. So Pittsfield gets left with no water. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much so. Right. And yeah. um, seven minutes. What else you got? 
uh, weather. Do you really want it? WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area Whoop. this afternoon. Whoop. That's the wrong one. Nice going. <laughs> okay. Well, so, at least he segue in. Yeah, thanks. Just what I needed. Okay, so for today, we're going to go to 82 for the day. We're going to go to 59 for the night with 20% chance of rain. Uh, with 3 to 11 miles an hour. And for tomorrow, we're going to be 85 to 59 for the night with 10% chance of rain. You see how the small small amount of rain goes? Not much of anything. Uh, for Friday, we're going to be at 80, 85 and 57 for the night with 20% chance of rain. And the winds are pretty much between 3 and 14 for each time. So for Saturday, we're going to be at 83. We start going pretty much up and down again with the temperatures. Uh, we got uh, 58 with 30% chance of rain to 3 to 9 miles per hour. And then Sunday, we got 83 so far with only 10%. They said that we're supposed to pretty much try to go into the ins and out of the passing. If we can basically try to get through some of the way, we need a good soaking of like 3 to 4 days at any, you know, like on, or heavy, heavy soaking, off, a heavy soaking. And uh, Steve Turan says there's just not much of anything pushing. Everything's staying over near like Syracuse and right. and all that area over there. Nothing's pushing towards so, us. So, uh, so I've got some trivia. Even Albany's not even getting hey. anything. I've got some trivia, and it's not ham radio trivia. What? With the last five minutes. Here's some trivia. Yesterday was August 23rd. Yes. What day... What anniversary is August 23rd, 1966? Mm-mm. If you listened to the Beatles show yesterday, you figured it out. Mm-mm. For those that missed it, August 23rd, 1966 is the 56th anniversary, anniversary of the Beatles playing Shea Stadium. Stadium. Oh, yes. We watched. It was 56 it. years ago yesterday that Sergeant Pepper <laughs> told the band to play. Shoot, they had to have. And if you listen to the Beatles show, we played the entire Shea Stadium concert. Yes. Give me a break. How in the world can you hear anything? They couldn't hear anything. And the cops were told to go ahead and put earplugs in their ears because those girls did nothing but scream like and, they were loonies. And, and there's a funny thing I saw on, on, on uh, YouTube. Where somebody was talking and to, my parents have where, where they were, where they were complaining me. that the Beatles only sold fifty thousand seats at Shea Stadium. <laughs> Ringo laughed and go, "Only fifty thousand seats for Shea Stadium? Mm-hmm. The Beatles only sold fifty thousand seats." Yeah, he's being sarcastic. Being very sarcastic. <laughs> so, for those of you who missed the Beatles we show yesterday, <laughs> we love Ringo. You can catch it on podcasts on yes, your favorite podcast doubt. app. Yes, yes, we played the entire. Beatles uh, show at Shea Stadium. Yes. That was year two. Year one was August 15th, 1965. And I figured it out. I was seven months old (laughs) (laughs) on August of 1966. Because I was born in February of 1966. I was seven months old. Yes. I don't think the Beatles were on my mind at that point in time. (laughs) No, no. 
<laughs> you were trying yeah. to figure out where your fingers uh, were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you good, so there you go. We All have, you were thinking about is we your fingers time, in we, your we fingers in your mouth for, and what mommy was going for, to give for, you for, for, for next food. Week. But I figured, yes. I, I figured I'd throw that in there. That's, oh, of course. Yeah. And Tim Allen, we got to go. And Tim Allen, of course, is a licensed ham radio operator. Yes. From Last Man Standing. So is yes. Jet Jorgensen from Last Man Standing. Priscilla Presley. Yes. Was a licensed operator. Joe Walsh, of course. Of course. All right. We are out of here. Yes. Yes, we are. We will hopefully see you next week. Hopefully. <laughs>